This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Michael P. Balzano, Ph.D., the author of Dyslexic, My Journey, was a high school dropout who couldn't hold a job. The son of working-class immigrants who live paycheck to paycheck, Balzano was known as Crazy Mikey for his unruly behavior. He was thrown out of one Catholic school, a public school, and the military. He lost dozens of minimum wage jobs for his disruptive behavior. Not one of his teachers recognized that Balzano had a learning disability, which was the source of his bad behavior. From his earliest days, when Balzano looked at the printed page, the letters appeared to him in reverse order. Had his teachers been trained to identify learning disabled students at the time he was in elementary school, it would have been clear that he was dyslexic. In Dyslexic, Balzano describes his life as an example of what other learning disabled students can achieve. His book is a call to action for parents, teachers, and school counselors, not only to recognize the signs of dyslexia, and other learning disabilities, but also to understand the importance of alternative paths to success besides college. Balzano went to college after he became a craftsman and credits his success in life to entering an optical apprenticeship, which taught him self-discipline. Balzano was a high school dropout, garbage man before earning his doctoral degree from Georgetown University. He received a Ph.D. in political theory with distinction from Georgetown. He was the advisor to six presidents on workforce issues, including George H.W. Bush, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, and Bill Clinton. He was the director of the Peace Corps from 1974 to 1977. He is presently the director of National Workforce Coalition. And he has a website, too. MichaelPBalzano.com. Happy to have Michael Balzano join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Michael, welcome. That was a fabulous introduction. <laughs> you've, you've taken away all anything I could say. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so why did you decide to write this book, first off, Dyslexic, My Journey? That's, that's a good question. You see, what I discovered was I speak a lot in public, and, and just about uh, inevitably every time I speak, someone come up to me at night. It's a parent. And uh, they're curious about you know, how did I do what I did, and then suddenly what they tell me is that their their child is um, is learning disabled, and and these parents are desperate. Okay, uh, you, can you imagine a parent um, whose first grade teacher tells them that they think their their child is retarded? Well, what happens is they they button up. They they, they don't tell anybody. See, they 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 secretly try to cloak everything, but then. Then they, they're desperate to save their child, and they go from one school district to another, and that doesn't solve their problem. And then some of them go to homeschooling. Um, and then others just take legal action to try to sue the school district to get the help that they need. So what I've seen in, in, in talking with parents, literally tears, tears coming out of their eyes, because they're, they're sort of coming out of the closet to, to confess that their child may be retarded. And, you know, basically when they see me and they, and they hear my story, they see, hey, if this guy can do it, my kid can do it too. So I wrote the book to appeal to uh, to people to say, okay, look, this is what happened to me. And I give stories of other people here, not just me. <clears throat> but I also have uh, an appendix in the book which gives them all the symptoms of the learning dis- disabilities and places where they can go to get help. That's the second part. Yeah, hope for people who are des- in desperate need of hope. And then help. Where, where do you go to get help? And that's what I put in my appendix, which, which quite frankly, is, is comprehensive. It's a good appendix and gives parents a good idea where to go to get help. 
My guest is Michael P. Palzano. His book is Dyslexic, My Journey. All right, let's talk about the importance of apprenticeships. You said an apprenticeship can change your child's life. How can they lead to a financially successful life? And why is the market today wide open for those who want to take advantage of apprenticeship programs? Once again, two very good questions. First of all, apprenticeships offer uh, a person, especially a learning disabled person, they offer them the ability to take a, a, a subject one step at a time. You master step one before you go to two. You master two before you go to three. Uh, number one, you, you learn how to work with others, which I always had a problem doing. Uh, you learn how to take orders. You will measure twice and cut once. Then you begin to develop pride in yourself, okay, because you, know, you, 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 you develop pride not only in the product that you produce, whether it's an optical lens or a, a computer system, but pride in yourself. And then finally, uh, you gain financial independence because, let's remember, all of the apprenticeship programs, you earn while you learn. Now, uh, the other juxtaposition is the, the question of college. Uh, look, I have two degrees. I have all kinds of honorary degrees. I'm not opposed to going to college. What I am saying is since the 1960s, uh, we have led the country to believe that in order to capture the American dream, you had to have a college degree. And that's just not true. We have 40 million millennials right now running around with degrees for which there are no jobs. Okay, So what, where there is, however is we are seeing the return of industrial America. I mean, I've seen steel workers now for the first time in 30 years getting six and $8,000 signing bonuses to go to work. So we have a situation where there are more jobs open than there are people to fill them. So the opportunities are there. Now, uh, for, for those parents who want to see their child go to college and, and, and think that, oh, maybe an apprenticeship is a downgrade, I don't believe it. Because the most important thing is to develop the stability in your child that will give them the chance to do anything they want. I never dreamed I was going to get a Ph.D. with distinction from a Georgetown University when I started the optical profession. But it, it came from the entire process. Chatting with Michael Balzano here on Speaking of Writers. His book is Dyslexic, My Journey. So, Michael, why don't teachers uh, often recognize learning disabled students? Well, there are two problems here. First of all, it takes, and I am not a clinician, it takes a real clinician to spot a, a particular learning disability. Now, I've got all three of them, okay? I, I, I'm, I'm dyslexic major, um, I'm, I'm attention deficit disorder, and I'm also Asperger. Now, I don't expect an average school teacher to pick out an Asperger kid, okay? But what happens is sometimes they'll say something not recognizing that when you talk to a parent, you're trying to tell the parent your child has a problem without understanding what dyslexia or any of these is, but to say that we think your child is retarded, I mean, that sends a parent right over the moon, okay? So today we have, <clears throat> there's a lot of recognition. I think there are all kinds of numbers. But I, I see a number that I'm comfortable with, one-third. One-third of all children in schools today in the United States have some form of a learning disabled problem. It's one thing to say there's a problem. It's another thing to try to find a solution for it. Now, the federal government requires school systems 
who identify a child as dyslexic to provide one-on-one individual training for that child. The problem is school systems are not equipped for that. They don't have the money. So rather than say the person is dyslexic, they say, wow, he's really learning disabled. Now, a lot of people have gone to attorneys and sued the school district for three, $400,000 worth of legal bills to discover, yeah, the school knew the kid was dyslexic, but could not, didn't have the money to provide the one-on-one. So this is a very serious point in American history because we now recognize that a lot of kids have this problem and the federal government has required schools to, to address it, but schools are avoiding it. They're dodging it. That's why in some school districts, in right here in Baltimore, they're being sued, and they won the suits, incidentally. So it's a very serious problem, and a lot of people are not stepping up to the challenge of, okay, we got a problem, how do we fix it? And Michael, what would you like readers to take away from dyslexic? <clears throat> well, the first thing is, again, there are two different... The book addresses two different needs. One is uh, kids between kindergarten and fourth grade. For those children, my uh, appendix addresses that issue very well. The second thing is, what do you do with with an uh, adult? Okay, they're 16 years old. They're they're possibly going into college, but they they have no direction. I, I think they should really think about the apprenticeship as a vehicle for learning, for, for creating the ability to deal with problems, and you can make a very good interest income. Try to call an electrician or a plumber today. You know? So I think that some, we have, we've got to get away from this thought that in order to capture the American dream, you have to have a college degree. That's just not true. That's what I'd like to have them take away. He's Michael Balzano. The book is Dyslexic, My Journey. You can connect with him online, too. Website is michaelpbalzano.com. Michael, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for the call. Bye. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that's Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.